and thank you for joining me on Underneath the Hat podcast, airing every Saturday at 10 o'clock a.m. Central Standard Time. This is speaker, author, and podcaster of Underneath the Hat, Cherie Simmons, and I am so happy and grateful you are joining me for a powerful episode with my guest, Jennifer Madu, with such a beautiful soul who has an exceptional story to share. On and off the field, Jennifer is a powerful force of nature. As a proud descendant of Nigerian parents, Jennifer is gearing up for the 2020 Olympic Games in the discipline of track and field. During her youth career, she was named the Gatorade Athlete of the Year after representing the United States at the 2011 World Youth Championship in Lille, France where she became a world youth champion in the 100 meter dash. In 2012, she attended the World Junior Championships in Barcelona, Spain, where she was a 100 meter finalist and a member of the world champion four by 100 meter relay. During her collegiate term at Texas A&M University, she was a 2013 Pan-American Games champion 2014 NCAA National Champion, and 2013 SEC Conference title holder. During her debut, she was one of just two freshmen to make the 100-meter final at the National Championship meet. From that point on, the 100-meter final became her home. She sealed off her collegiate career as a magna cum laude graduate, nine-time NCAA All-American, national champion and 2016 Olympic qualifier. At the 2016 Olympic Games in Rio de Janeiro, she competed in the 100 meter dash and was an Olympic finalist as a member of the four by 100 meter relay. Welcome to our guest, Jennifer. How are you? Hey, I'm doing good. How are you? I am great. Thank you so much for joining me. Of course, of course. Thank you for having me. All right. So I picked the topic for you, Race Towards Your Purpose. So first question, how did you become an Olympic bound runner? I feel like that's actually a hard question to answer. <laughs> um, it wasn't, it was, I don't think it was necessarily anything in my doing. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to put a lot of that just like on my parents, on my you know, the environment that we grew up in, the opportunities that they allotted to us. Um, you know, I was always playing sports okay. but when I was younger, whether it was track, soccer, basketball, swimming, tennis. Um, so I think when the time came, I kind of just found a passion in running. And, you know, I got to carry that over into my collegiate years at Texas A&M. And then things were just set up and lined up for me to kind of take it to that next step. All right. So what would you say has been the greatest moment in your career thus far? Um, I feel like by default, you have to just say the Olympic Games because like not everybody gets to go to that. Um, So definitely just being a a member uh, or Olympian of the 2016 Rio Olympics, I would definitely be top top two not number two so yeah (laughs) what are you most looking forward to going to the olympics 
Um, I just think Japan's an awesome place. Um, you know, it's high tech. There's just so much great food, good energy. Um, and then, of course, the games itself. You know, it's been four years since the last one. There's so many ups and downs that have gone, that have happened since 2016. Um, yeah. So it'll just be, it'll be nice to just be able to be back at that level um, at a different mindset. Um, mm -hmm. at a different stage in my career and just be able to hopefully try to do something a little bit more than last time. Right. So how do you prepare to represent your country at the Olympics? What is the, what are the steps that you have to take? Cause we all watch the Olympics on TV every four years or two years, depending on the winter ones, but we never really know what it takes to actually prepare yourself to be in that type of, atmosphere and mindset so what are some of the things that you're doing to prepare yeah so it's crazy because you know a lot of people think that um, you know for the sport of track and field we just have the olympics every four years mm -hmm. um, but every year in between you know we have a major competition or several major competitions um, so since 2016 you know i've been at the world championships or the commonwealth games or you know, whatever the major championship is for that year. Um, this year specifically, I moved back to my coach um, that I was training with when I was at A&M. So it's nice to kind of be, you know, back to your roots, back to the basics, back to what you know. Um, and I'm really just trying to take it easy, take it slow, step by step, day by day. Yeah, I can understand that. Now, I read in your questions that I sent you earlier that you love music. So yes. as a music lover, what does your playlist consist of? You know, it depends on my mood. Like I could be, in a, I'm usually in a real like wavy kind of chill vibe. So mm -hmm. I'm usually listening to like the Miguel's, the R&B's, the like real calming music. Okay. But then, you know, I have um, Nigerian background. So like I also have like my Afrobeats playlist. You're going to hear the Burner Boys and such. Mm -hmm. um, and then my favorite artist is J. Cole, so he doesn't really fit oh, into even okay. one of those playlists, but, you know. Gotcha. So if you could pick a song to introduce you to the field, what would it be and why? I feel like I need to think about this. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it would definitely be something upbeat, like, okay. I don't know. It would definitely be Afrobeats for sure. But I just can't pinpoint one right now. I'm not good at making, I'm a Libra. We're a little indecisive. So I can't just make a decision this quickly. Gotcha. I understand. Well, I love Beyonce. So when you said J. Cole, I'm like, oh, I know who that is. He did the song with her from uh, one of her albums. So I love Beyonce because it always gets me hyped. And it's just the, the messages that she has within her songs are so uplifting and empower us as women to do better than we are doing and to push toward our goal to actually see that she does everything that she sings about yes yeah. a way to motivate any woman i would say to do her best and be her best and push towards whatever her goal or dream is yeah for sure i was having um like i'm, I'm a beyonce lover for sure Mm -hmm. And I was having a conversation with a Beyonce hater. And oh, I asked them, why do you hate Beyonce? Like, what has she done to you? Mm -hmm. And you know, I let them respond. And then I kind of had to fight back because I was like, 
regardless of like her her like how well she sings you just have to like take a step back like the messages that she provides like the right. work ethic that she puts into her music it's it's just outstanding it is it is um i loved her netflix have you seen her netflix special homecoming oh yes i watched i've watched that like at least three or four times now I have too, and I'm an educator here in Chicago, and so I've actually used that idea as an activity for my students and now for my mentoring program, Young Ladies at All Times, where they have to create their legacy. So what would you want to be remembered by? So they have to come up with some songs or some lines from a poem or a movie, just like 10 things that would explain or express who they are and how they want to be remembered and so i got that idea from watching her homecoming special on netflix okay i like that makes mm -hmm. them think a little bit right so with the whole concept of legacy how do you want to be remembered um honestly i just want to be remembered um just by being a good person. Like, um, I think when I was younger, mm -hmm. you know, my parents always told me, Jen, you know, you need to be nice to people. You have to do this, you have to do that. And I felt like a lot of the times it felt like forced or rehearsed. Mm -hmm. um, and then as I got older, I realized that like, you know, like I actually do have friends. I actually do have people in my corner. I actually do like have people that I want to support. So I kind of just want to be there for the people that are there for me. and. In all honesty, I think that's enough. I don't, I mean, of course, everyone wants to go, you know, and do great things and make huge impacts. But I right. feel like if you just start in your circle, that, mm -hmm. that kind of just like generates itself. So I just want to start with being a good person for the people around me and watch that, you know, flow outward. Yeah. Sometimes all it takes, they say um, the biggest step is the, is the first step. And yeah. sometimes, like you said, everyone won't get the opportunity to have such a large platform where they'll be able to touch millions or hundreds of people. And so just staying within your circle and making a difference can trickle down to those people to where each one touches one and your legacy can end up bigger than you thought it could. Yeah, 100%. Yep. Like a domino effect, so. Exactly, yep. So I also know that you um have a beauty company made by medusa yes so how does your beauty company demonstrate who you are underneath the hat you know i think it just it just allows people to see a different side of me um a lot of the times everyone thinks you know when you're an athlete all you do is work out and sleep and eat salads and it's like right. you know we have <laughs> You know, like we do other things, we have other mm -hmm. passions, we have other things, you know, that trigger our brains, that excite our minds. Um, right. So, yeah, and it's nice, especially with track and fields, like, you know, everyone's always dressed up on the line. We got our hair done, nails done, lashes done. Mm -hmm. So, it, it, in all honesty, it kind of goes hand in hand. Um, right. But yeah, it just allows me to kind of provide a service to others, which kind of goes back hand in hand, just being a good person for those that are around you. Um, and then it's fun. I like it. It's something different than, you know, competing all the yeah. time. But yeah. 
So where can people find your um, your things from your beauty company? You, they, they can follow me on Instagram or Facebook at mm-hmm. Made by Medusa. Medusa is kind of like a spinoff of my name. My last name's Medu. So it's mm-hmm. M-A-D-U-S-A. Um, so Made by Medusa. Um, I sell raw hair extensions. I do lashes. I do hair. So kind of like the whole shebang. Okay. A one-stop shop. One-stop shop. I got y'all. Yep. <laughs> now you mentioned food and I'm a foodie. And, but right now I'm going, I'm on this diet with my husband and I'm like about to pull my hair out. So what is your go-to meal? Like once you finish a race or you celebrate one of the accomplishments that you made on the field, or even once you finish training for the Olympics, what will be your go-to meal? The thing is, it can't just be one. Like I would have a go-to breakfast, a go-to lunch, a go-to dinner, a go-to dessert. Even like day to day, I eat so much. And I don't think it has anything to even do with track sometimes. I really just think I like to eat. Like I'm a fat person at heart for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, My go-to breakfast will probably be like pecan waffles, bacon, some type of like potato cheesy hash brown. Yeah. Um, but girl, I would eat that even before the Olympics. So <laughs> not even this cheat meal. <laughs> now we talking about the real bacon, not the turkey bacon, right? The real bacon. I don't really fool yeah. with the turkey too much. I want the flavors. Right. Absolutely. Now, the- what would be your lunch or your dinner? Okay. So let's say afternoon, evening meals. Um. You know, I don't actually eat too much steak during season. So probably be like a really nice steak with some mashed potatoes, a greenery somewhere, maybe some truffle mac and cheese or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Dessert will be peach cobbler and ice cream 100%. But I like a little bit of crust, you know. I like the crust all yeah. crispy. <laughs> yep. I totally understand. <laughs> so those are, my, those are my meals right there. Okay. <laughs> Another thing that people may not know about you is that you're a do-it-yourselfer. Yeah. <laughs> How has being a do-it-yourselfer helped you as a runner? Um, I actually think it's flipped. I think being a runner has helped me be a do-it-yourselfer. Um, track and field is such an individual sport. Um, there's just so many things that like I see and I'm like, Hey, I really, really want that. I want to figure out how to get it. And, um, I just kind of just try to make it happen. I recently moved back into, um, a new home here in college station. And I had like this inspiration, you know, that I found on Pinterest and this bed frame was like the perfect thing for me. It was just like this black slate with bordered edges and when I found it, it was like $3,000. And I was like, who, yeah, like who is paying $3,000 for just a bed frame? Right. Not even an actual bed frame, actually. It was just the headboard. Wow. So I took myself to Home Depot. I cut up some wood, wood, got some paint, got all the shenanigans, and I made it myself. And yeah, I think it's reverse. Track and field has made me a DIYer. <laughs> And I'm sure yours looks much better than the $3,000 one. Hey, I don't know, but I like it. So that's all that matters. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, I have one more question for you. 
right, and I ask this of all of our of my guests, what would you tell your younger self? My younger self, I would definitely tell my younger self um, to just stay patient in your journey. Um, you know, I think it, I'm even guilty of it as well, even now. Um, just kind of looking at other people's lives and like the journeys and the paths that they're on and kind of thinking like, okay, well, why am I not where I want to be or like, you know, doing what I want to do? But I've definitely learned that if you stay patient, if you stay focused literally on your lane, your lane on the track and your lane in life, yeah. um, um, it'll fall together. It might not be exactly how you pictured it, but it'll fall together the way it's supposed to. So stay patient, young Jen, stay patient. Yes. Well, I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to be a guest on my podcast and to share with my guests how you're running towards your purpose. So before we go, I always allow the guests to tell us what you're doing underneath your hat. So anything we should look forward to, how can we get in contact with you? Just let them know what they need to know. If you guys want to get in contact with me, you can follow me on Instagram at Jen Madu with two U's at the end. Um, I'm super outgoing, you guys. So like reach out. You can email me, jennifer.madu at yahoo.com. Um, catch me at the 2020 Tokyo Olympics by God's grace. Hopefully all the madness going on in the world settles down a little bit so we can, you know, get it together. But um yeah nothing too crazy just trying to you know keep on running literally <laughs> yes well we wish you all the best in tokyo and i pray that you make it to your finish line not only on the track but also in life and that you continue to be this great person and spirit that we've all witnessed here today Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for having me. Like, this was fun. So I enjoyed it. You're welcome. And I also want to thank all of my listeners for tuning in. Make sure you share and check out Jennifer on all of her social media outlets. You can also check me out on Instagram and Facebook at Underneath the Hats. Again, I want to thank you all for listening and to Jennifer for being my guest. I want to remind you all to tune in every Saturday at 10 o'clock a.m. Central Standard Time on Spotify, Apple, Google, Anchor, wherever podcasts are available. And remember to take care of yourself underneath the hat.